Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Ezekiel chapter 16. This is the most infamous chapter in Ezekiel because of its brutal violence, which we haven't gotten to any of that yet, but we will, and its shocking sexual language. As we talked about yesterday when we kicked off this chapter, this is talking about Jerusalem as the bride of the Lord, but it's a bride that has been unfaithful. It's walked away from the covenant. It's disobeyed the statutes. The people of Jerusalem have worshipped false idols, and this is setting up a situation where they're going to be punished for their sin. But this graphic imagery helps us understand how abhorrent this is to God. So yesterday, I talked about how the Lord, the, the, Jerusalem wouldn't even live if the Lord hadn't have spared them and brought them into existence. And then he nurtured them so they could grow up like a young woman and be ready for a covenant marriage with the Lord. And that happened. But then verse 15 through 34, here we go. But you trusted in your beauty and played the whore because of your renown and lavished your whorings on any passerby. Your beauty became his. You took some of your garments and made for yourself colorful shrines and on them played the whore. The like has never been nor shall ever be. You also took your beautiful jewels of my gold and of my silver, which I had given you, and made for yourself images of men, and with them played the whore. And you took your embroidered garments to cover them, and set my oil and my incense before them. And my bread that I gave you, I fed you with fine flour and oil and honey. You set them before them for a pleasing aroma. And so it was, declares the Lord. You took your sons and daughters whom you had borne to me, and these you sacrificed to them to be devoured. Were your whorings no small matter that you slaughtered my children and delivered them up as an offering by fire to them? And in all your abominations and your whorings, you did not remember the days of your youth when you were naked and bare, wallowing in your blood. And that's referring to when the Lord saved and spared Jerusalem. I want to stop right there for a second and, and clear up two things. One is while there were certainly promiscuous and sinful sexual practices that were part of a lot of the false religion that the people of Israel had bought into, this is not referencing specifically those things. This is just talking about how they cheated. Jerusalem cheated on its husband, the Lord. And the word zana, which is the Hebrew word for horror or whoring or whatever all these versions of it are, the definition of that word is wanton sexual immorality. So it's it's creating this imagery of a bride who is cheating on her husband, the Lord. It goes on, verse 23. And after all your wickedness, woe, woe to you, declares the Lord. You built yourself a vaulted chamber and made yourself a lofty place in every square. At the head of every street, you built your lofty place and made your beauty an abomination, offering yourself to any passerby, passerby and multiplying your whoring. You also played the whore with the Egyptians, your lustful neighbors, multiplying your whoring to provoke me to anger. Behold, therefore, I stretched out my hand against you and diminished your allotted portion and delivered you to the greed of your enemies, the daughters of the Philistines who were ashamed of your lewd behavior. You played the whore with all the Assyrians because 
You were not satisfied. Yes, you played the whore with them and still were not satisfied. You multiplied your whoring also with the trading land of Chaldea. And even with this, you were not satisfied. How sick is your heart, declares the Lord God. Because you did all these things, the deeds of brazen pro- of a brazen prostitute, building your vaulted chamber at the head of every street and making your lofty place in every square, you were not like a prostitute because you scorned payment, adulterous wife who receives strangers instead of her husband. Men give gifts to all prostitutes, but you gave your gifts to all your lovers, bribing them to come to you from every side with your whorings. So you were different. So you were different from the other women in your whorings. No one solicited you to play the whore, and you gave payment while no payment was given to you. Therefore, you were different. Different. Obviously, God, through Ezekiel's prophecy, is lambasting the people of Jerusalem. And it might be uncomfortable for us to hear that word and hear that language and that imagery over and over and over. I want to make three quick points. The first one is this. We should not shy away from this. This is in Scripture. It, 2 Timothy three sixteen and 17 in the New Testament, Paul is writing to Timothy and preparing him to be a leader in the church. Here's what he says. All Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. When Paul says all Scripture is God-breathed and profitable, he means all Scripture, and that includes Ezekiel chapter 16. There's much that we can learn from this text, and don't have time to go into it with a ton of depth today, but that's the first point I want to make. Don't ever turn a blind eye to anything Scripture says, because it's all God-breathed, and it's all profitable for teaching. So what can we learn from this? What can we be taught from this text? Probably many more things that I'm even aware of right now. But one thing that jumped out at me, this gives us a really good picture of how seriously God takes the first and second commandment. What are the first and second commandment? I'm the Lord your God. You shall have no other gods before me. That's the first one. And the second commandment is, you shall create for yourself no idols. And the people of Israel have been doing this. That's exactly what's being referred to by them whoring about it like a prostitute. They're prostituting themselves to other gods. And God doesn't like that. He takes it very, very seriously. The first and second commandments aren't to be scoffed at. And we should take them seriously as well when we consider the ways in which we are tempted to worship things other than God or to give other things our allegiance or our our time and our attention and our dedication more than we do the Lord. Second thing I want to point out is that when you understand how bad it was, when you understand how sinful these people are, the fact that he saved any of them, the fact that even a remnant of them came back to Jerusalem, that he spared them, is an absolute miracle. And that should resonate home with us, friends, because we are so sinful. We have no idea how sinful we are. It's very, very bad. We are born into sin. We commit sin. We're stained with sin. That's us in our natural condition. And God hates it, and he should hate it, because he's righteous and holy, and sin is the opposite of those things. Yet, despite the fact that he hates sin, despite the fact that it's very, very, very bad— He, in his love and compassion, reached out to us through the perfect sacrifice, the Son of God, the one who lived a perfect, righteous life that we couldn't live, put him on a cross, raised him from the grave so that through faith and trust in him, we could be forgiven. We could be reconciled into his family. We could have our sin covered. We could have our whorings put behind us, and we could be part of his family. What an amazing God. What an amazing amazing gospel. And I love this imagery because it reminds us of how awesome God's grace is. 
Amen. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.